Timelines versus algorithms. Chronology versus discovery. Fight! Recommendations are posts in your feed from accounts that you do not follow. I'm just seeing stuff that Instagram wants me to see. The idea is to help you discover new and interesting things on Instagram that you might not know even exist. Reels, it's all the stuff I don't care about, but they're just putting it in my home feed. Stop it. Everyone, all of us, is just super beyond hopping mad that the people we care about, the friends, the family, the creators, the celebrities, the ones that we chose specifically to follow, that you chose to see, the ones that used to appear so orderly like on your screens for you to scroll through every day and every night are being disrupted, corrupted, replaced, rejected, injected, whatever you want to call it, by what the machine, the network, the platform thinks you really want to see. And of course, of course, I'm talking about Twitter, which took the simple, beautiful, reverse chronological timeline that I and maybe many of you signed up for and turned it into this absolute mess of recommended tweets by who knows and often who cares. And I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding because we all know I'm actually talking about YouTube, which de-emphasized the clean, clear, crisp subscriber feed populated by every video published by every creator we chose to smash the button for going back forever, basically, and now has all of us just clicking on whatever shows up on our homepage, whether we smashed a button even or not. And yes, still kidding. I'm sorry. I swear. I'm obviously talking about Instagram, where they've taken this immaculate photocentric feed, the one of our internet youth, and Frankenstein it up with so many so thirsty video wrecks, the queens of the Jenner Kardashian empire are now calling for it to burn hotter than King's Landing in the very worst season. And yes, if you're sensing a pattern here, that's because there absolutely is one to sense. Now, I'm not gonna go all living tribunal about which is better and why. I'm obviously biased. Twitter timelines let me build a community that saw me through career changes and the YouTube discovery engine let me literally build a whole new career. And of course, I work at YouTube now, but I do very much wanna talk with you about how I see them, how I use them, and how that's been changing over the years. Because with a very few exceptions, like traditional timeline-only RSS on one end, and pretty much entirely algorithm-driven TikTok on the other, many if not most of the social networks I grew up with have shifted from their early adopter tech nerd roots which was pretty much entirely rows of chronologies reversed to way more mainstream and time on platform friendly, hungry, whatever you want to call it, algorithmic recommendation centric feeds. And I'm not going to dunk on them for that. Not just for that. Not when there are all sorts of open questions about biases and radicalization and gamification and doom scrolling and on and literally on. But as millions of posts turned into billions and niche became mainstream, some really big problems really did emerge. For example, it became increasingly unmanageable to follow or sub to large quantities of accounts, much less all of them. It was increasingly likely that the accounts you were following or sub to weren't the ones posting the content that would be most relevant or interesting to you at any given time. And it was becoming nearly impossible to find the accounts and the content that were far better matched to you and your interests in the moment. So more and more often, networks began testing more and more algorithms that showed you more and more content, not at all based on accounts you already followed or sub to, 
but almost entirely based on individual posts similar to the ones that you'd engaged with previously that people with similar tastes had engaged with, but you hadn't yet based on the relative engagement of all of that content, how well it performed, which is, yes, a way, 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 way oversimplification, but you get my point. And with Twitter and YouTube and now Instagram, that's caused a huge amount of pushback, backlash even, past and present, especially from OG platformers who signed up for, who prefer, high-key miss those geo good old days when everything was simpler and more straightforward, when it really was about following our friends and with very little in the way of competition for our attention. And that competition now is what some of this is all about. After all, the whole entire reason Facebook bought Instagram was when its photo feed started to be a threat to their big blue app's attention graph. And then when they couldn't buy Snapchat, they just jam stories into Insta as well. Though, to be fair, everyone has jammed stories into pretty much everything now. YouTube, Twitter, which then killed that copy to clone Clubhouse instead, whatever. Basically, anything anyone tries that seems to be the least bit effective these days ends up being tried pretty much everywhere else for days, weeks maybe, sometimes years, for a while. Right now, that's TikTok with Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts. But where most people have pretty much accepted and enjoyed discovery on YouTube for years already, and TikTok has always felt like straight shots of algorithmic dopamine straight to our brain stems, not unlike Twitter, none of that have seemed to be accepted anywhere nearly as much or as well on Instagram either because Insta's roots in photos always made it feel just way more deeply personal. Insta's algorithm never felt as good when it comes to recommendations. Now, if you're seeing things in your feed that are recommendations that you're not interested in, that means that we're doing a bad job ranking and we need to improve. Or they just bounced around between IGTV, separate app, integrated feature, deprecated feature, ad absurdum infinitum for basically ever, that there's just no feeling of stability or direction anymore at all. Yes, all of the above. And I'd love to know how you're using your social networks lately, both to keep current and to find new things to keep current on. Because old man Logan yelling at cloud services that I am, I still stick a lot to timelines. The reverse chronological feed is still my default on Twitter. But after recently asking Jacqueline Dallas, where she kept finding such great Twitter threads, and her telling me that they were all from Rex, I started tapping that little star button and switching back and forth far more often. And it's been working. And weirdly, I do the same thing on TikTok going back and forth between my friend feed and For You because I find the For You algorithms time to test thirst trap again interval to be just way too short. But on Instagram, I just keep asking it to pause all recommendations for 30 days over and over again, every 30 days. There's nothing ever relevant for me there. And on YouTube, I'm pretty much running in two modes anyway. For fun and entertainment, I just use the home tab and suggested videos. And I almost always get a bunch of stuff that I really wanna watch, new and familiar. But I keep a bunch of channels in my sub tab that I wanna make sure not to miss, just not ever, either because I know them or because I learn from watching them. And I don't watch every video. I can't possibly watch every video. And a lot of them are legitimately far worse matches for me at any given time than what the recommendation engine is suggesting. But I just, I still have this compulsion to see and choose from those specific channels myself. And because unlike Twitter and Insta, both of those tabs are still right there on the tab bar. So YouTube makes it the super easiest 
barely an inconvenience of apps to go in between. And that's the biggest difference for me. For all of their issues and all of their features, the ones they've just borrowed and grafted on, I still feel like I can get what I want from Twitter and YouTube and TikTok. Hell, TikTok is still new enough that it's still giving us pretty much exactly what we signed up for. But Insta, I just, I don't know what they want anymore. I still love it. I still upload to it. I still use it every day. I just don't know what it is. And I don't think Insta knows either, but maybe you could help at least one day if you start today with the neural networks, machine learning, and algorithm courses from this video sponsor, Brilliant. Basically, your entry point to everything in technology that's coming next, because Brilliant has this growing catalog of courses, including computer science, math, physics, logic, quantum mechanics, game theory, and so much more, all specifically crafted to help you learn concepts by working through them yourself in visual, hands-on ways. And all the lessons are thoughtfully broken up into these little bite-sized pieces so you can learn at your own pace with no pressure, zero pressure. Like, if you want to learn how to code, but you've always been put off by these overly complicated traditional computer programming courses, Brilliant has actual, fun, interactive challenges that let you shift blocks of pseudocode around, receive immediate feedback, and get results. You feel like, like you're solving puzzles, gaming even, but the whole entire time, you're learning how algorithms work. And once you know that, coding becomes way less intimidating and so much more accessible. Because here's the thing, here's the secret. Everyone starts somewhere and you can get started right now, today, for free. Just visit brilliant.org slash Richie and click on the link in the description. And the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. Just click the button on the screen or go to brilliant.org slash Richie. Clicking on that button really helps out this channel and so does hitting up this video where we can talk even more about another really important, really contentious topic, the big lie around data encryption versus data recovery. I mean, just, just click the video and I'll see you there.